Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Hmm. Luke LeBen. That's a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> no one's saying your name to you? Well, Brian, to be completely honest, when we didn't do an episode for a few weeks, mm. I thought I could retire the Luke LeBen character. So I've been living my life as Francois Delicioso. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, wow. I was I was actually recording an episode of my new podcast, Delicioso's Dish, um, where I just mm. get in here and just dish, you know, just about mm. whatever's on my mind. And uh, then you barged in here talking about best song ever. Yeah. And I was like, what, what's going on? Wait, what? You just reminded me of my past life. Mm. Um, I forgot that we did this podcast together yeah it's been a while i've been uh pretty crazy with uh with work lately so i apologize to you i apologize to the listeners i apologize to god i apologize to satan of course I was uh and um yeah i just uh i feel bad but work has been crazy it's starting to settle down though so hopefully there's some uh normalcy coming well i can only speak for myself and satan we spoke earlier, mm-hmm. but um, we say, say okay, we love you. We're just oh. happy to be back. Luckily, I just happen to have some songs. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't really prepare mm-hmm. to do this, like I said, but I guess I could play a few songs. Yeah, you and know? Um, I would like to recognize myself, and okay. um, I also have some songs to play as well. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, I've been watching the impeachment a lot right. and, and Shifty Shift. Uh, keeps talking about yeah. I want to recognize myself, um, and then he talks, which I think is a really fun way to like interrupt and then just start talking. I would like to, I would like to recognize myself. myself. Uh, when I first heard it, though, I thought he was like saying like I don't know who I am anymore. You know, like I would like to recognize. I would like myself. to recognize. I don't know who this man is. I'm so shifty. <laughs> I'm not sure who I am anymore. Which I thought Shifty Shift was an unfair uh, nickname. Which mm-hmm. does I can't his his character. I don't know the man too well, but doesn't seem too shifty. But those eyes. Oh, whoa. Uh, yeah. Whoa. He's got a shifty look to him. <laughs> yeah. He could play a shifty shift in a movie. Like, I think he yeah. could be like shock shift because mm. shift. <laughs> He's staying in the shock shift. But uh, no, I think he could be shock shift because he always looks like, whoa, yeah. the president did what now? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a genuine that's, reaction. His eyes have been like that <laughs> since the whistle was blown. <laughs> could be. Could be. All right. But we're not uh, an impeachment podcast. (laughs) That's true. I wish. Um, Tune into Delicioso's Dish because we're getting Mm. all deep into it Mm. over there. Do you go on a rant about your buddy Jim Jordan? Oh, yeah. Uh, Just about how much I love him. (laughs) Um, And uh, we are a podcast where we're going to listen to some fantastic music. We have hand-selected some songs, plucked them from the vine, squeezed them of their delicious musical juice. This is a farm-to-table-to-podcast sort of venture. Exactly. So we're going to uh, serve you those uh, delicious uh, fruits of our labor. Now, if Brian plays a song that really uh, makes my taste buds tingle i'm gonna give it a lordy lordy berry gordy and if i have one that really puckers his pile 
then he's gonna give his stamp of approval, which is Papa Likey. Um, I don't think I've ever said a more disgusting phrase. Puckers is pie hole. Yeah, Ooh, I've never had that said to me, and I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I I apologize. Um, but I wanted to start us off. I said to Brian, "Can I open? Can I open? Can mm-hmm. I please?" Mm-hmm. And it's because I got a spastic, a bombastic, a fantastic Whoa. song to start us off on. I have been obsessed with this song. That's why I was excited because I was like, "This is the opening song of the century." Uh, this comes from a Norwegian pop punk band. Uh, I've been calling them Slotface because mm. it's like a an O with the line through it, which is actually in the Norwegian alphabet. I do not know how you pronounce it, but really the band's name is Slotface. And um, the name is juxtaposed with their feminist principles and is meant to be sort of jarring and controversial. This is cool because the Norwegian government actually paid them to tour high schools. I just think it's cool that the government like would support the arts in that way. Because when I uh, worked on a documentary with a guy from India, he was talking about how like making films was really easy because the government would right. like, fund it and like just help you. And I, it's interesting. It's kind of cool. They also played in uh, prisons recently, mm. toured some prisons. So I'm like, that's pretty sweet that the government's like helping them do these cool tours and uh the name Slutface really didn't have much of a problem over there and they said right. it was only in the uk and the u.s that they started facing like some censorship online so i am going to refer to them as that even though mm-hmm. it shows up more like slot face mm-hmm. you might recognize it more but um, slut face you're slut face to us and always will be exactly oh and they're currently touring europe with pup Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So, yeah. 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 You know, you know, you're uh, on board for some good stuff when they're with Pup. So, are you sure that uh, with Pup is not some Norwegian way of saying with child and maybe they're touring while they're pregnant or, you know, they're touring with Pup? I let me um, refer to my Norwegian sources um, Mm -hmm. while we listen to the song. Okay, great. Thanks. They recently uh, released a song dealing with climate change as well. And they are also activists, and their lyrics are very, like, socially and politically inspired, as we're going to hear on this song, which is called Success. So, Brian, let's stop just being good enough and be the damn best. Let's take a listen to Slutface with Success. Why be good enough when you could be a success? Not bent down over another toilet bowl with a cheap breath. 
Papa Leggy, that song. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean. I know. It was good. And yeah. catchy. And right? fun. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. It rocked. Uh, it's a great opener. I'm, I'm happy that you whined incessantly to open. Yeah. And then I was like, sure. And then you did. And then yep. that was good. Um and yeah, uh, it was uh, it was it was a fun song too. There was kind of some humor in it, um, and I appreciate that when when there's humor, but it's not like comedic music. Um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed yeah. it. It is sort of uh, like sarcastic, but mm-hmm. dealing with the culture of like overworking, um, which I had when I was listening to this a lot. I just heard about that study in Japan about the where they did the four day work week. And found that, mm-hmm. like, employees were, like, more productive that way. And uh, so I think it's cool that they're touching on that issue of, like, overworking, which I know in America is a big issue. I worked for a guy once who was, like, I would leave at 5, as agreed upon. And he'd be like, oh, you leaving already? So the next day I leave at 5.30. Oh, you leaving already? So the next day I leave at 6. Oh, you leaving already? And it was like, no matter what I did, I worked mm. for some people like that. And mm-hmm. I... I mean, I'm sure it's like that all over the world. I'm not sure how they do it in Norway, but that culture of overworking is definitely prominent um, throughout the world. And uh, then the part about be the best damn immigrant sounds like a direct sort of reference to Trump's statement about they're not sending us their best right. and things like that. I don't know if that's how they intended it, but either way, playing with that idea of like you have to be better than the rest Mm -hmm. uh the merit-based like oh if we're gonna accept you you need to be the absolute best and uh just how they tie in all those different comments into uh this idea of being a success and like how we hold these successes on such a pedestal Mm. um and uh success is an acronym i'm not sure what it means but i have some theories uh so, since it's about overworking, I thought maybe sadly underappreciated customer callers evidently suffer stress. You know, mm, that's mm-hmm, yeah. that's something that happens. Um, For sure, yeah. I, I see that as possible. Yeah. Right. And it's like you want your weekends off, but sometimes you got to come in on the weekends. Mm. And, you know, you were just talking about being yeah. not necessarily overworked, but working a lot, working your little tush off. And, uh, I don't have a tush anymore. It's gone. I hope to get it reattached. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, we need to get you a new tush, but, uh, I think you'll relate with this one. Sunshine umbrellas, city crawlers, every sleepless Saturday, you know, they're going in the sun's shining down on them as they, uh, get up and head into work on Saturday. Uh, what? Um, Brian, maybe if you didn't like that one, you'll like this one. Mm. Someone updated creative cloud ever since sucks. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That, Th- that's relatable. Right? Yeah. Anytime there's an update, man. Sucks. Yeah. You that's know? actually taken directly from my experience where I was on the phone with Adobe, uh, <laughs> customer support for a while. Um, then uh, I had one more theory. Maybe it is just like a warning about cave dwellers. And it says, sometimes under caves, creatures exist silently secret. Ooh. Right? Like mole people? Like, yeah. You ever seen The Descent? Yeah. They, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They just wanted people to be careful when spelunking. Mm. So I think mm-hmm. that could be it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, these are all plausible. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I know it didn't state in the press release, so maybe uh, Slutface tweet at us if you have the real answer. Otherwise, I'm thinking it's one of these four. But this song has been a favorite of mine. It's just so catchy and fun and rocks hard. Yet it has an important message. Uh, actually, a few important messages, as I said. And uh, it just shreds. It slaps. It stabs. It slurps. It squanches. You know, any any S word you can think of. And in fact, I think maybe success stands for Slutface Unequivocally Concocts Cool Experience Song Slaps. Right? <laughs> mm, yeah. Or it could be Slutface unabashedly crushes chords, effortlessly slays songs. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, How how many of these do you have? (laughs) I will say I have one more since they did a song about climate change. Uh, Slutface underlines climate crisis. Environment still savable. So... That's just a nice positive you know what? message there. These are these are pretty pretty good actually. I got to give it to you. Um, yeah, I'm impressed with your ability to pull out like ones that actually made sense. Am I gonna be a success? You think? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, I did it. Yeah. I'm better than the rest. Oh, now I can't hang out with you. Uh-oh. I'm a success. You're Shoot. A lowly... <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, well. I'm uh I'm gonna be better than everyone now. <laughs> all right so that was slut face with success uh that is from sorry for the late reply that is out january 31st on network that's with the e that's why i said it weird like that <laughs> slash propeller recordings well we were just in norway visiting with our friend slut face yes let's hop on a boat okay go down the north sea Ooh, sounds pretty to a little place called the netherlands Not too far of a trip, really. And check in with uh, a Dutch band called The Homesick. Hey! Hey, Homesick! Um, They're shy. They're just going to not not talk and just will listen to their song. But um, this is a band I had never heard of before, but saw that they just recently signed to Sub Pop, and so I'm I'm interested. They're Sub Poppers. I believe I saw an ad for them, and Mm. I don't Mm -hmm. entirely remember the song, but I remember it being very cool and strange. Oh, you listened to it? I think I did. Yeah, I don't remember it too well, but maybe it'll refresh my memory. It is a cool and strange song. Uh, I really like it a lot. It's got an angular post-punk vibe, but... um, some interesting elements thrown in uh, at the same time. I don't want to talk too much about it ahead of listening because I think it's a fun song to just experience. So we freshly arrived in the Netherlands. So fresh in the Nev. Let's uh, let's listen to our friends, the homesick, with "I Celebrate My Fantasy."
I celebrate my Lord D, Lord D, Barry Gordy. Mm, yeah. Um, that song. I mean, we're fresh in the Nev, so I'm a little homesick. So I related to them being the homesick, and mm-hmm, I told mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Uh, off mic that I had, you know, I said I had heard this, but I told you off mic that I was trying to think of the name of this band, and I was thinking it was uh, something to do with Sleepwalkers. I was like, is it the Sleepwalkers or something? Mm-hmm. But no, it is the homesick. I remember thinking this song was cool, and I almost reached out for it, um, and. Boy, I uh, was reminded of how cool it was listening to their, uh, listening to it there because there's just so many different styles, so many different sounds going on that I really like. It does remind me of like angular rock bands like Pile or like bands like that, mm-hmm. sort of post-punk, um, but also has sort of a jazziness to it as well yeah. as sort of like a psychedelic folk element as well, which I really like the blending of like. There's like the some bell in there, and then there's some acoustic guitar, and then they go into some of that more like hazy uh, sort of post-punk at some points. And I always love when someone sings a line, but like because they uh, had that weird rhythm in yeah. there, it was like he would emphasize a different part um yes. like i celebrate my fantasy i celebrate my fantasy like he's always yes. hitting a different part just because that rhythm's different from the underlying rhythm love it um emphasis is very important as we learned with trump loves your ass um <laughs> did you hear about or no. no not trump as we learned in that transcript where uh Sondlin said that vladimir uh wait Zelensky, right uh-huh. that Zelensky loves quote loves your ass to trump uh did you not hear about this <laughs> no, i missed this he meant to say loves your ass or he said loves your ass he loves your ass but uh, the guy reading it on the news was like loves, loves your, ass. your ass so emphasis is important so i like that they messed with it, it actually reminds me of the song uh when you're near me i have difficulty respirating the xtc mm-hmm. song because he does like mm-hmm. a when you're near me i have difficulty when you it just I like when uh, they mess with the like meter of that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I enjoyed that part of the song as well. Uh, it's interesting that you thought they were called the Sleepwalkers because this song is actually uh, documenting a macabre vision that hmm. the singer had while he had a mild case of sleep paralysis. Oh, uh, shit. Which you, I know, are like yeah. t- terrified of yes. and into, like or not into but like you're in very interested yeah. and scared of it i watched that documentary on it i forget what it's called something about my nightmare mm. and yeah it's a really interesting uh it's a really interesting topic because i like you sort of think oh these people are just imagining this when they're in like a half mm-hmm. days state but then i don't know sometimes it really seems like they're not it's not just their mind and you know maybe there is something paranormal happening so it's pretty crazy it is crazy and i think that that explains some of the like psychedelic feeling and just the like uh disorientation that's going on there um i also found this really interesting and they they did something with this song that i haven't really heard of people doing with music before and i really like it i think it's cool um, they did what they call the opposite of trying to translate recorded music to the stage. 
and they took these songs that they've been playing live for a long time, hmm. brought them in the studio, and then forced themselves to see where they could take it. So they didn't want to hmm. replicate the sound the sound that they've been doing live. Right. They kind of took these sketches and then built out and added these elements in to transform it, which hmm. I think is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. really cool. And I can see that in there. It kind of reminds me of like when a fashion designer has like a sketch of a of a outfit and they go pick out some fabric they go back to the workroom and you know tim gunn says make it work and then they let the fabric speak to them and then it ends up totally different mm. from their sketch you know like if you have a chiffon that's like flowing nice you're gonna yeah. try to emphasize that you know um so I, I saw a lot of like them as Project Fashion Runway designers. contestants, um, okay. and they really made it work, I think. I don't watch the show, so I can't speak to that, but I uh, think you, you, it sounds like an apt comparison. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've been watching a lot of old seasons, and uh, yeah, that's what it made me think of. So that was The Homesick with I Celebrate My Fantasy from The Big Exercise, which is out February 7th on Sub Pop. Now, is that exercise or exorcise? Because I know sometimes people see demons in sleep paralysis mm, situations. So. It is exer. Okay. Like, makes sense. exert yourself. I feel like I could see myself running on an elliptical to that. Yeah, Just don't fall off because yeah, when you I go, go too spastic fast. <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. All right, my next song comes from an artist that I played last year on the pod. Who is it? This is Wishbone out of Athens, Ohio. This is the uh, folk rock project of Ashley Rodis. She used to be a plant biologist turned bartender turned musician. Whoa. Isn't that an interesting trajectory there? Yeah. Um, And I think that song will lead in nicely to this one because she has that sort of uh, warm folk sound that uh, was implemented a little bit on that. And uh, it's interesting that she has... A background in plants because the videos and some of the pictures have some beautiful plants surrounding her as well as the album cover which is this lovely picture of this field of sunflowers i had played a song from her 2018 album cellar belly and i had just randomly discovered it on spotify and loved the raw blend of like the acoustic guitar and the electric i remember you listened to the album after mm-hmm. we uh yeah. had done the episode and really enjoyed it and um for like a basement rock album the songs were really well crafted catchy some lovely melodies and uh now she's back with a new album sap season more plant imagery Mm. um and some nice alliteration there uh that is true alliteration i I know (laughs) i i didn't correct you because you said the right thing and uh the sound on here is a little more polished but the songs are just as well written well crafted as before and uh still have her signature jangly guitar and earworm melodies and you'll hear that on this song we're gonna listen to it's called trees we couldn't tell the size of more plant imagery right there trees and uh so Let's tap the trees and get your flapjacks ready, because it's sap season, baby. Here's Wishbone with trees we couldn't tell the size of.
Papa Likey. Uh, Papa Lovey, actually, I really, really, really liked that song. Pretty much every aspect of it. Yeah. Um, it had just the right dustiness to the sound. Right? Like, it was perfect. I, I loved, like, the simple melody and guitar and prominent bass yeah. and, like, subtle drums. That was all great. And the other thing that the song did that I loved was it kept giving me what I wanted. So, like, it went for a while, and I was like, this is mm-hmm. great. I really like it. It'd be cool if it took it up a notch, but, you know, it doesn't have to. And then the and horn then part comes it. in. It's wonderful, beautiful. Then it goes back. It's going. And then I thought it was going to end without bringing that back a second time, and I wanted it back right? a second time. I thought it was done. And then they, they nah, bring nah. it back in. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. And I'll say that for the past few weeks, I've had a hard time, like really connecting with music. It's taken yeah. a lot for me too. I go through periods. Yeah, like this. I know I do as well. And this is the first song in a while that I feel like really deeply connected to mm. really excited to, uh, listen to this album cause it is out now. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah. And it's a similar like vibe throughout the album, and I feel like I love how it starts sort of unassuming, you know, just like sort of soft and jangly. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is nice, and then, like you said, kicks up in the chorus, but still not like crazy huge. It's still somewhat reserved mm-hmm. throughout, and yeah, love that electric guitar part that comes in again. What she did so well before, but sort of in a new way. Like I feel like I don't remember so many like solos like that, and it just works so well. And then with those horns. She took some of that dust from the basement mm-hmm. from her studio, which actually I, I believe she still did record this album in the studio, which was mm-hmm. her like basement studio. She took some of that dust, threw it on the music, yeah. kept it the perfect amount of dusty. Perfect amount of dusty, yeah. And that's how you do it, right? You just throw dust on the music. Yes, <laughs> on on whatever, your, your microphone, mm-hmm. your computer, mm-hmm, your mixer mm-hmm. board, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. I want to talk about the lyrics as well, because I I picked up on a couple this time that I didn't remember liking so much. I don't think I pay attention to the first verse as much, because I really liked when she said the, uh, the tide waits for no man, and time doesn't care for plans. And because, I mean, that's just life, you know, time doesn't care for plans, mm-hmm. and, like, you might think you have more time, and then before you realize it, time's slipping by you, and also you might have all these plans for your life and then something unexpected happens that changes all your plans and that's just the way life goes and i love in like uh movies or tv show anytime someone's like i'm gonna get out of here go to college or something i'm like oh that person's dead (laughs) like whenever they make a plan you're like oh they're gonna die um but it's true of life not so much the death thing always but you know just like um what's the phrase want to make god laugh tell me plans yeah Um, i was actually going to bring that up and now you saying that like whenever you see someone talking about their plans like it's it's pretty crazy because god is laughing at them knowing that they're going to die yeah that's kind of mean (laughs) that's messed up what's the problem do you think he does that for fun (laughs) yeah like that's someone's got plans again (laughs) (laughs) just wait just wait oh god you sick son of a bitch um but anyway speaking about the plans in the lyrics she's saying like am i the kind of girl you marry so i'm thinking maybe there was a disconnection with those Mm -hmm. plans maybe Mm -hmm. and um I like how she says, I just picked up on this this time that she says in the beginning that 
talking to myself feels a lot like talking to you, which I initially interpret as, oh, this person's so similar to her that it's just like talking to herself. And then I'm like, oh, or it could mean like this person's giving me nothing back, you know, like mm-hmm. I may as well be talking to myself. And then later on when it says the the trees we couldn't tell the size of part says that you were harder to talk to. And so, yeah, it seems like it's sort of like this relationship sort of falling apart and her looking back and sort of wondering and questioning what exactly happened. But I don't know. There seems like there's somewhat of a confidence to it more, not so much that she, even though she sort of questions herself a bit in the chorus, I feel like the person she's talking to comes off much worse in the lyrics. And so I'm like, maybe there is some acceptance in there that she's like, this, is it me? Because it does sort of seem like it's you. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, some really good lyrics. Great style that she has. And I like to see how she's grown from the last one. More plant imagery grown. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That one's a little bit of a stretch. But, um, yeah, and see that. She still kept her signature style, everything that uh, we loved about the last album, but has uh, somewhat uh, polished it into a new sound. So that was Wishbone with Trees We Couldn't Tell the Size Of from Sap Season, and that is out now on all DSPs. She's still self-releasing this shit like a G. Um, by the way, I just want to say, all that just felt so good in my mouth to say. Trees, we get, I don't know what it was. Mm. Sap season. I love saying that. It's just some good words there. There there are some, some good words. You are, you're a sap. You're a total sap. I am a sap. I'm a sucker. I think that's why you connect with it so much. You yeah. feel like it's about you. Uh, sap season. You, you've wanted sap season for so long, so you can finally just truly be yourself. I wonder, I wonder if that's part of the reason why it's sap season. Maybe it's slightly her calling herself a sap. I don't know. Could be interesting. I didn't think of that. Yeah, you're welcome. Maybe that's that's obvious and I should have realized. Yeah, I I bring the interesting, uh, analysis. Um, I'm going to move on. I feel like we're on a pretty similar wavelength with our song selection so far. Um, you know, we, we both picked some kind of angular, rocky songs yeah. first, and then you slowed it down a little with uh, with Wishbone there, and uh, I feel like uh, my next artist is in a, in a similar vein, not quite as much dust on the sound, but that's okay. okay. Not everyone needs dusty sound. No. Nope. Um, this comes from Emily Yasina, and uh, she's getting ready to put out her debut solo album, and I saw her name... Emily, I, I hope I said your name correctly, but um, I saw her name and I'm like, Emily Yusina, I know that name from somewhere. Okay, I've had a similar experience and I did not solve it. Where do I know her from? Because I've been seeing her name on yeah. the list of upcoming albums. You know her because she has collaborated several times with Sandy Alex G. Uh, she's fe- been featured on a lot of songs uh they're both uh in the pennsylvania area uh, she sings on southern sky from uh, from house of sugar which is amazing uh, i was yeah. just listening to her part again uh today so uh that's where i know her from okay so um once i realized that i'm like oh yeah i gotta listen to what what she has yeah. and i'm really happy i did uh really interesting singles coming out or that are out for this uh debut album of hers and then i looked uh, and i was reading information about the album and 
I saw that she recorded it with Eric Lippman, who has worked with Julie Byrne, Gabby, and Yohuna, and I love all three of them. They put albums out recently that are all fantastic, so this guy knows what he's doing with uh, with uh, producing and, and that kind of thing. So I'm like, yeah, this sounds yeah. pretty good to me. And then I listened to this song. I really like it. It's pretty simple-seeming at first, but it has some complexity to it. So let's take a listen to Emily Yusina with Bleachers. was nice that was really pretty um i could see why sandy alex g would seek her out because has a similar like haziness and like sort of slightly uh dissonant and like sort of eerie sounding at times and then like brings Mm -hmm. in like a really pretty melody and uh i liked the drums on that and i mean the bass was i feel like these headphones i wear in here really accentuate the bass and just some great bass on these songs Mm -hmm. we've been playing and that one, the the bass with the guitar was nice, a nice blend. And then when she added in that sort of like uh, delayed guitar, and I liked that sound as well. And um, yeah, nice, pretty sort of dreamy 
little bit of dust on there, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, cool sound. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. It's a it's a short song, and I feel like uh, she packs a good amount in there that's kind of revealed itself uh, with each listen. Um, it's it's an interesting structure, and she goes through a few different phases uh, musically in in like just over two minutes. Most of the track, it's pretty and and. Uh, very pleasing, and then yeah. kind of adds a little jag jagged edge to the yeah. end, which I uh, which I really like. And um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting little song, and I, I enjoy the all the singles from it as well. I'm I'm pretty excited to check out the uh, the entire album, and um, this album is called Remember the Silver, which is uh, lifted from a book by. Uh, Dana Redfield, which is about alien abduction, mm. and um, the subject uses the line "Remember the silver" as this mantra to themselves to remind herself that her experiences are real. Uh, it's like a, a sort of thing that she tells her as Dude. she's s- surrounded by people who don't believe her. Remember the silver, remember yeah. the silver, draws her back in to remember that her experiences are real. That's cool. Really cool. Sounds like a cool book. Also a cool concept for yeah. an album. And she feel uh, Emily feels that these songs similarly uh, validate what she's been through right. is real. That these, uh, you know, even though life can feel surreal sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, this album was recorded over the span of two years and i'm sure the songs were written before then and so it's kind of easy in that time to forget those feelings or um that or specific experiences and to be able to have something like this to draw you back in uh, is pretty cool i i really loved that um the story of the album name and i just thought of the meaning i'm not sure if she even intended this but you know in the age we're in you see it with the impeachment hearing where it's like what what is truth and fact becomes Mm, blurred and mm. you start to question your own reality Mm. which you know i love horror movies and stuff like that where you're questioning your own reality and uh so it's good to have something to be like no remember this and this can anchor you and center you and know that your truth is real Mm. and uh no matter what anyone says so I like that a lot, and I think I'm going to actually use Remember the Silver to... Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. I've been paying too much attention to this stupid fucking impeachment mess, uh, and it stresses me out, and I get so frustrated that there's no shared reality, so I need to Remember the Silver. So that was Emily Yusina with Bleachers from Remember the Silver, which is out December 6th. All right, I like that we progressively slowed it down. And now mm-hmm. I'm about to funk it back up. <laughs> funk? Yeah, baby. Is it going to be funky? It's going to be funky. Uh, wait, is it bad if I forgot to bring my dancing shoes? Oh, Brian. Yes, that's terrible. But luckily, I got a pair right here. Oh, yeah. Taken off the feet of John Travolta ah. as he slept ah. from Saturday Night Fever. He likes to dress up in the costume and remind him of his mm, okay. day, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. So I took him off his little feetsies so you yeah, can have them. I was going to say, they're very little. Um, yes, I mean small feet. You know, Tom Cruise is short. Uh, yeah. 
John Travolta has tiny feet. It's these Scientologists. I think they're doing some shrinking stuff. You know? <laughs> I think I think you're right. Uh, I'll try and fit my feet in these and uh, and dance to your your funk. Well, I would say a, a little head bob, a little shoulder waggle mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. suffice mm-hmm. as well. But you're gonna want to move to this one. Uh, this comes from a promising new artist named Burhana. On his recently released debut album, he blends funk, rock, soul, psychedelic, disco, and R&B into an exciting new sound. And uh, this album is called Han. And when it, it struck my struck my eye, <laughs> it, <laughs> um, it caught my eye because its album art is quite striking. So it did strike my eye mm, with its mm-hmm, album mm-hmm. art. It looks like some sort of like flight man or uh, whatever they call flight those people. Man. Yeah, it, he almost looks like an engineer or like a scientist or something observing mm-hmm, this plane. Mm-hmm. And it's just striking because like the blue sky with like a plane flying through it and this mm-hmm. person like taking down some notes. And it's just a cool album cover. And then when you listen to the album, this Han as the album's called, which I think is a play on his name, Burhana, but they seem almost like this sort of authoritarian like organization or something. It's like they're saying they're taking you on a flight, so it seems like they're sort of an airline. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to play this song, Health Food, and watching the video, it's really cool. It's similar to what we were just talking about with questioning your reality because he's mm-hmm. laying on the couch watching tv and then they're offering him this thing called health food in this commercial and then he like sees it's like right there in front of him and then he realizes like his apartment is being filmed it's really cool you should watch the video for this um is it people is he eating people no oh it's it's like a health drink that he's drinking he's drinking people no but actually the part he's uh He's eating like junk food and watching something about like healthy eating, which mm-hmm. makes reminds me of when I'm like eating flaming hot Cheetos and watching Queer Eye and being like, "You yeah, turn your life around, guy. Eat healthy, <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch." And um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a really cool video. I suggest you check it out. And um, in the end, like the Han logo, he like wakes up and it's like it was all a dream. But then the Han logo is on there and it's like shows video of like his living room so it's like he's being watched so oh boy yeah it's an interesting concept and there's little like interludes of them like speaking to like the passengers of the flight quote unquote Mm. um throughout the album there's one about drinking responsibly before the song drunk which that song or drunk that's the joke is that it's spelled. It's because drunk. drunk. Yes, drunk spelled wrong. Mm. And then there's one about smoking before the song Lucky Strike. And then before this song, Health Food, uh, it's a little spiel about nutrition. And so, Brian, I think it's time for us to eat our vegetables because this song is a part of a balanced breakfast. Let's take a listen to Burhana with Health Food. I don't know that your vegetables are part <laughs> of a balanced breakfast. <laughs> Okay. 
Yeah, that was a cool song, real catchy. I, I love a song that rides a groove and that rode that groove pretty much the entire time. Yeah, and uh, had nice little detours here and yeah. there. Um, I love the synth parts and mm-hmm. then electric guitar towards the end. Um, and it was pretty much like a kind of a, a pop R and B song, um, like vocally melod- melody wise as well. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed that. I love the little like production tricks uh, with his voice, uh, sort of fucking with it earlier on and just going in the falsetto. And I love the part where he says uh, the thing about your heart turned to icicles. You want to play me like pianos. And then the background goes piano. <laughs> that's a favorite <laughs> that's, part. That's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I love those little, those little like the mm-hmm. synth parts remind me of Prince and yeah, some great guitar on there. Love that bass line and just that like smooth like organ sound, just all of it coming together. I love it so much. And you heard the next song is more like rock centered and like guitar based, where it's very different from this song. So my computer froze up, and Brian got to hear a little of the next song, which I mm-hmm. like as well. It's G2G, which is like the 
lead single off of this but yeah it just shows sort of the range that um a lot of them do have this funky uh funk and disco sort of influence thing which i like and i think i picked the funkiest of the bunch um but uh yeah he does a lot of uh cool interesting things on this album he also released a remix of one of the songs with boogie who boogie Uh, also had uh a great album um from this year that similarly to this i just sort of randomly checked out and like loved it and so i would say go listen to both of those albums both b-boys Berhana and Boogie, great albums <laughs> from this year. Um, yeah, and this concept seems somewhat straightforward, just comparing this relationship, this good person, this person that's good to him, for him, to health food, uh, salmon with the rice, mm. and your peach mm-hmm. give me good health. We all know what the peach emoji stands for, which... Oh, yeah, I get it. I oh, think and in is, face-off... When Nicolas Cage is like, I could eat a peach all day. That's what Nicolas Cage sounds a lot like. <laughs> he does in that in that scene. I thought you were doing Crocodile Connery for a second. No, he's like, I could eat a peach all day. Like, okay, I hear it now. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that in our like social media age, like I was talking about how it's weird to hear like news people say the squad <laughs> like in like <laughs> right. weird like phrases like that right i'm surprised it's not like im peach emoji meant <laughs> you know like i'm surprised they're not doing that <laughs> right but i think it'd be too sexual um is, i i is, couldn't is the peach supposed to be a butt i think that's what it's supposed to be right or is it a or is it a vagina i, I don't know should i look it up on urban dictionary right now I get thrown off with all this impeachment talk with the three amigos. Um. Okay, we can talk about this because today uh, Kurt Volker's like, the three amigos to me will always be, and I'm like, is he about to say Steve Steve Martin, Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin (laughs) Short? No, Ah. he said John McCain. And, oh uh, ooh, no hey, come no, on no, no i'm assuming that was like a past political thing where they were called the three amigos he should have said steve martin chevy chase and martin short i mean come on it's confirmed people the peach emoji is a butt <laughs> wonderful on that note that was Berhana with health food from han out now on EQT Recordings. Hey, you know who he's label mates with? No. Your buddy, JPEG Mafia. <gasps> yeah, also on EQT. So He is my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I always call you guys the two amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I was an amigo of JPEG Mafia. That guy is cool. All right, so I'm going to take us out uh, with uh, a band called Basic Plumbing, which was... Essentially, the uh, project of Patrick Doyle, who uh, was uh, who made music with Veronica Falls, The Royal We, and Sexy Kids. Mm. He also had another band that he recorded as a, a Boys Forever, which he, he described the live show as a gay indie Nirvana. Um, Patrick seemed like a wonderful guy, unfortunately. He uh, sadly passed away in 2018. He passed away after releasing the first single for this upcoming album. And that song was called As You Disappear, which is a pretty crazy last song title to release uh, as an artist. 
I, uh, I mainly know Patrick from Veronica Falls, which is a, a pretty sweet band, and um, I expected this to maybe be kind of fuzzy and rocky, but mm. it's jangly and drawn. It's inspiration from R.E.M. and The Breeders, and it's oh. a really nice jangly, poppy nug of a song. Yeah. So Patrick died uh, in 2018, and uh, it wasn't certain if this album was going to come out or not and his uh his family decided to uh put the album out and have the profits from sales go to charities chosen by uh his family uh los angeles lgbt center and calm uh so awesome if you can if you're interested in this this sounds good to you um when this comes out maybe uh Purchase it, support those yeah. organizations, a uh, good cause, and remember uh, Patrick Doyle as well. Um, so let's take a listen to this song. I, I really like it, and uh, I'm excited to check out this album when it comes out. This is Basic Plumbing with Constant Attention. Constant attention 
Give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. That was lovely. I definitely hear the like REM type influence. Jangly as hell. Just pleasant and sunny. A really nice uh, tune. I liked it. He's talking about I need constant attention. Just so you, just so you know, I uh, I can relate to that a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I can too. I was actually considering um, telling a story about where where that about myself where hearing him sing about constant attention uh kind of was taking me um as a kid i needed constant attention my mom tells me this all the time i would constantly be like hey mom come watch me play zelda ocarina of time (laughs) or or like hey mom you should come watch the x-men the animated series with me uh, and now, thanks to Disney Plus, you can watch exactly. it together. Exactly. Well, I've started rewatching it recently, yeah. this X Men. And I was thinking about like how I would constantly try and sucker my mom in. And there would be times that we would, would be out to dinner as a family. And I'm, I'm a kid during this time. And I would like say, thinking that like maybe this will convince him to watch it with me I was like hey guys there was this really cool episode of x-men <laughs> and then i would describe the entire episode and I'd be like you should probably check it out with me that's so great yeah, i mean never did uh you know i can relate as you and my other cousins love to bring up how i would recount all the plots to mm-hmm. the episodes of pokemon on mm-hmm. the way to school mm-hmm. um also i haven't stopped because i was just like I'll constantly be like, oh, God, there's a really good episode of this podcast, this podcast, this TV show, blah, 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 whatever. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, similarly, it's like, someone's like, I don't really want to hear you describe the episode. I'd rather just watch it myself. Isn't that interesting, though? Like, neither of us are, like, narcissistic, right? Hmm. But no, yeah, I don't think but so. But we do kind of want constant attention. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's almost like Why? we started a podcast. <laughs> so we get attention. Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder what that is. Maybe it's just uh, we feel very inferior and want acceptance or something. Uh, speak for yourself. I don't know. But no, I see. I wonder because I feel like my. Uh, my nephew does get constant attention mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and uh he's, he's a little cute boy i understand it um but i'm like i wonder if that if it stems from that like as kids we got so much attention mm-hmm. that now as adults mm-hmm. we're like look at me right yeah and when that doesn't happen as much it, it, ma- it makes you feel like 
a little less worthy or something. Right. Interesting. Interesting. We're getting to yeah. the heart of it right now. This We're breaking good. down our our psyches here. Right. Uh, but let's let's circle back. But no, I think it's really cool that his family decided to put this out. Um, because I've thought about that because you know I write music and I'm like, if nothing else, I just want it to be left behind when I'm dead. You know, and so I mm-hmm. think that's that's really important and kind of beautiful that they um, are releasing this stuff. So now you said he passed away last year, and here we are a year later listening to it, and it's going to live on after he's gone. Right, definitely, and and hopefully, um, you know, benefit some good organizations as well in, yeah. in the process. Uh, again, uh, buy it on Bandcamp and uh Profits from the release again will go to the uh, LA LGBT Center and Calm, which is the campaign against living miserably. So, check that out. That was Basic Plumbing with Constant Attention from Keeping Up Appearances, which is out January 24th. All right, well, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. First off, shouts to Labyrinth. You've heard his amazing music on the HBO series Euphoria. You haven't heard him on this podcast because I never heard back from his people. Um, But all the music he did for that show is amazing. He's a fantastic producer and singer. So I'm hoping that album has some of the unreleased songs that were in Euphoria that were awesome. So that's going to be cool also coma with voyage voyage they're that german electronic band shouts to them uh i really liked their uh, last album and this one i heard a song or two from it and it's very cool they're a good band check mm-hmm. it out okay all right yeah so uh <laughs> <laughs> what you got right um girl ray yes. with a uh, girl i'm very excited about this the the song i played uh, from that on the podcast, Deborah, I'm a girl now. Was really girl Ray. Good. Oh, I, <laughs> everybody loves girl Ray. Um, so yeah, that that'll be. I, I think that'll be really good. Excited for that. Also, yeah. there is a holiday compilation coming out called Holly Comp Hanukkah Plus. Oh. <laughs> kind of like Disney Plus <laughs> or Apple TV Plus. <laughs> um, but let's let's go let's i'm gonna run down some names on this hanukkah holiday compilation okay you got jack black Mm. you got yola tango Mm. you got haim Mm. you got the flaming lips you got buzzy lee who i believe is steven spielberg's daughter Mm. you got jack black again (laughs) hell yeah so yeah uh some fun fun people in that I'll, i'll at least uh check out the yola tango song yeah I'll check out the Jack Black songs. I'll check out the Heim song. Well, I'll check out the Sunny Buzzy song. Yeah, well, I'll check out the Flaming Lips song. Hey, well, we got the album covered that right. way. Oh, Loudon Wainwright III. That'll be cool. Oh, yeah. I like him. Well, those are our shouts, and uh, we also want to shout out our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to com. Uh, they're constantly starting new shows with this incubator. Now they got Kumquat Corner, which is uh, talk about like different issues, uh, political and 
the like so check that out mm-hmm. and uh yeah check the incubators always got new shows and then there's your classics like your michael dupree variety hours classic baby classics um what about daddy number three right? daddy number three offshelf.net check it out on yeah. the web on the web fire that computer up hacker style yeah get into the internet and go to it you H-T-T-P-S. don't even tps colon backslash backslash www.offshelf.net yeah uh you don't even have to be a hacker to go to it you'll you'll just be able to access it normally and there's a lot of great stuff on there a lot of good content they have shelf sessions which are live musical performances in the editor's home what so cool they have one uh up from shell shag which is great a shell shag self session <laughs> exactly <laughs> good job uh also interviews from boris ooh, michael cronin ooh, and next move games is tukey uh go check it out great source uh, of music and games and just wonderful stuff to uh to love yeah, also, uh, when you're heading to planetandpodcast.com, put in that HTTPS. You want a secure mm. connection. I should have mentioned you that. You do want the secure connection. Keep it secure, folks, and that's going to do it for us. I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspec. I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This is best song ever. Best song ever.